Hello and welcome to Flow. I'm Josh. I'm J-Log. And we're glad you guys have joined us for another episode. Um, let's open this up in prayer. Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We just thank you for this opportunity just to be able to come together and just to discuss your word, um, just to discuss the topic that we'll be talking about today, and just to be able to spend some time fellowshipping. We just ask that you be with our listeners, Lord, and just with us also, that throughout all of this, that we grow closer to you and that we bring glory and honor to your name. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, today we are kicking back up on topics. I mean, it's, it's been a few episodes since we've done that. Absolutely. Actually, this is my first episode actually dealing with like, hey, let's talk about what the Bible says about this topic. Absolutely. You know, and so this sort of goes off with what we, we, we got into this last last episode mm-hmm. or two episodes ago. I don't remember which one it was <laughs> about <laughs> um, goodness and what is good. You know, was a good person or the, the act of being good? And there's so much debate with that in the world, mm-hmm. you know, um, what's good to me might not necessarily be good to you, you know, right. Um, before the episode started, we were talking about, um, the, the culture of the world and how, you know, the, the culture has gotten a lot less sensitive with cuss words and stuff like that, even though the Bible still makes it very clear, you know, no corrupt words should come out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. But we just see over the progression of time, because I'm, I'm a big movie person, you know, yes. and we look at the rating system of how much it's changed over, you know, the course of time, you know, where um, PG-13 was something that was added, um, you know, back in, I think it was the 80s, you know, early 80s was the first PG-13 movie. Right. You know, and then how over the progression of time, how now PG-13 movies can allow one F-bomb in them and still be considered PG-13, which makes you very cautious about mm-hmm. which PG-13 movies you watch, you know. And it just shows how with the cultural standing of what is good changes over the course of time. But then we look at the Bible and what it says about good. Mm-hmm. You know, God's word doesn't change. It's the no. same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's that comfort. It's that standard. Well, what know? I what I like about that is is how we were just talking about before we started recording how everything is that the things that have become more acceptable in today's society, and those things change as time goes on. And mm-hmm. like you mentioned with the movies, PG thirteen, PG thirteen was looked upon as something safe, something wholesome, right. Might be a little bit on the edge as far as maybe some scenery or something of this, that, or the other, mm-hmm. but never did we have to worry about it as far as language or nudity or right. any of that type of stuff. And it just goes to show you that with the times moving, things of what is acceptable to times change. But it's refreshing to hear what you just said about how the Bible is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And that's what we have to lean on. Yeah. So the first PG-13 movie, I pulled it up here, was Red Dawn in 1984. I love that movie. I was a year old. <laughs> Not to make you feel old, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, I wasn't pushing grandpa status at that right. age. I was, I, I was a good uh, seven years of age. But, there you go. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. I mean, so it's it's crazy to think about. And because I, like, you know, working at Blockbuster, there was... You know, we were only allowed to play PG movies, you mm. know, and it makes sense. Right. Well, we found the loophole in that and going back to some of these older movies that were rated PG that were, you know, mm. would be PG-13 rating or something like that, you know, with new standards and stuff like that. Right. You know, and it just shows you how things change. Um, so I'm one that I like definitions, you know, yep. as much as like my grammar and stuff is terrible. Mm-hmm. I still like. Definitions. I like seeing like, like definitions. So I put up some definitions of the word goodness. You know, the act of being good, you know. And so here's the ones I found. Um, it's an action, 
You know, it's not a passive thing. And there's another one that says that it's not a passive quality, but one that takes action. Right. And I think that's such a, a great way to look at it. You know, we talk about, well, that's a good person. You know, we say that word, well, that's a good kid, mm-hmm. you know, but it's an action. It's not just something where we, we can sit there and be good. No, you, you have know? to do it. You yeah. have to put work into it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and it's something that we do for the sakes something that's not something we do only for the sake of being virtuous. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, this idea is like, I'm not being good just to say that I'm good. Right. I'm being good for the sake of other people. There's a purpose behind being good. Yes. There's an action and a purpose. Yep. And I think that's so much to it is that we look at in the world standings of, well, this is a good kid. Well, yeah, because I don't do anything wrong. Uh, it's that I do this, I do that. Mm-hmm. Where when we look at what God says about being good, it's about putting others first. It's being not, a servant. Yeah, being a servant. Right. You know, and another one I found was not a passive quality, but the deliberate performance of right to, for, of right to wrong. The firm and persistent resistance of all the man I can't even write my read my own writing of the, all the moral evil and the choosing and following of all moral good, you know. So we're basically not doing what's wrong, doing mm-hmm. the good. And then I looked at the Greek. I'm not going to try to pronounce the Greek word because I don't <laughs> speak Greek. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, but the Greek word means an uprightness of heart and life. And that the true true definition of what it says we're supposed to be. Yeah, according to God's standards. Yeah, according to God's standards and. You know, ultimately, the ultimate case of being good is mm-hmm. is God. Absolutely, and that that's funny that we look at it from that standpoint. We both understand why we say that. And one of the things that I was able to pull up and and when I was looking for goodness in the book and and in the Bible rather, and it says goodness and the life of Jesus Christ. The life of Jesus Christ is the perfect example of goodness as he died on the cross for the sins of humanity in order to give us the gift of eternal life. His ministry is a sac- and sacrifice is an example of God's goodness towards mankind. After all, the term gospel means good news. Yeah. So if you look at the, the Greek meaning and you think back from a standpoint of who we're, spo- who, who we're supposed to be and why we're supposed to be, again, the definition that you read is obviously spot on because it's the definition. But when you, when you, but when you think of oh, it yeah. from a standpoint of what it means as an act yes. and then a purpose, and then you, you, you listen to what I just read, it puts in the great exa- greatest example that we all can come from of knowing that God's gift was to be good by giving his son. Right. He didn't have to. Yeah. It was an act. Yeah. And... That son came to live a life of example, which was showing the purpose. Again, something that you said a minute ago. Mm-hmm. It's act of kindness to do good. Yep. Um, and then to sacrifice itself so that we can have eternal life and and have a means to be with God. And it all started with that act of goodness. Act of goodness. Absolutely. You know, and we talk about doing our good deeds mm-hmm. you know people are like well yeah i do i do good stuff well you know the bible talks about that mm-hmm. you know isaiah 64 6 all of our righteous deeds are like filthy, filthy rags, rags. Right. you know and you start looking at you know we we think of like a dirty oily rag you know mm-hmm. i hear that filthy rags i'm like oh yeah like a shop rag you know those things are dirty oily but you start looking at what the true meaning of that was and mm-hmm. it's minstrel rags mm-hmm. and it's like well yeah that's disgusting that's nasty <laughs> that's nasty yeah you know and it's like, and that's our good deeds. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's crazy. But we start seeing how our good deeds compared to God's good deeds do oh, not line up. They mm-hmm. never will. Right. And as a Christian, we should start doing that transition from our good deeds to doing God's, you know. God's God, good God's deeds. God's good deeds, you know. And we see that, I mean, the fruit of the Spirit, you know. Goodness mm-hmm. is one of the fruits. Right. You know, it's this idea that we do good not for our own sake but for others. You know, being a Christian is not putting ourselves first. Mm-hmm. It's all about putting God first and doing what he's called us to do. Right. And, yeah, it's um, – and I, I like Micah 6, 8. You know, he has told you, O oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. You know, he's called us. You know, what is good? Mm-hmm. You know, what does it take to follow God? Walk humbly. Walk humbly. Mm-hmm. You know, love, kindness, do justice. And that's – if you – if now that we're talking about this and we've actually stopped to think about it because there's a lot of times I know for myself, speaking only of for myself, that – when I read, I don't think. Right. I read, I, he- I I read, and I hear myself, and I take it in. But I don't a lot of times think about what is actually going on. So as you're reading scripture, and I'm I'm looking at scripture that I, you know some scripture I'll be reading here in a few minutes or whatever. The whole book, the whole word of God is, oh yeah, it's goodness. It's goodness. Yeah. I mean, and it tells us how to live in goodness, with goodness, yep. for goodness, goodness, and applying goodness, and that scripture in itself. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see. I, I know you've got some more that you want to read, and I do too, but <laughs> I'm just going to be curious, guys. I want you to pay attention here as, as you're listening to the many different ways that God shows goodness, not only through himself, Oh yeah, but how we're supposed to live through goodness on how we live our life. Yeah, like I just did a, you know, we, we usually would have to go to the back of the concordance of our Bible and pull up yeah. what, with, you know, internet we just type in all right show me goodness every time it pops up in the bible or good and it's like there's hundreds of verses that's just in they're not all the same way no it's a different format and that's that's yeah. so far we've read i think three scripture verses or mine was more or less a uh, overview right but it was different each time so each far time. and we're going to learn guys and i want you to pay attention as we're as we're going through this to apply these in the Many different. See how you have applied these or not applied these in the many different ways in your walk in your life. Right, and this sort of you know Micah six eight I feel like should be the theme verse for the church nowadays. Why don't you read that again real quick? Yeah, he told you, oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? Wow. We talk about you know in our our last episode of reviewing of twenty twenty, you know how the social injustices in this world and how mm-hmm. The church just needs to show love, and this verse—that's it. That's it. You that's know? it. You know, and it's it's awesome that you bring that up about last year because I mean I wake up this morning and I hear about the gentleman from Wisconsin that I guess they acquitted and didn't find any wrongdoing of, with the Blake shooting up in Wisconsin. Oh, I didn't hear about that. The the gentleman that got shot like eleven times or whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how many times I forgot. Right. But he got shot shot a ton of times, and the cops were found to be no wrongdoing. Right. Um, that's a prime example of Micah, uh, what was the verse, Micah? 6-8. Six, 6-8, eight. Six, eight, to where even through, no matter what time, it doesn't matter, guys, what is in front of us, regardless of how much we like it, we don't like it, 
whatever the results may be, we are called to live a certain way. Yes. And that way is written for us in God's Word. Oh, man. And it's so easy to have one thing go the wrong way, and we so get out of that. Like, we try to stay in that mindset, and that's where it's an action. You know, it's that continual thing that mm-hmm. just one thing can bump us out of the lane of, of goodness and take us to where we're like, right. well, what happened to my goodness? Oh, I got distracted here and lost oh, my tough. life. You know, and it's just crazy. And a lot of times you're like, you know, and it, it happens in ministry all the time. You you're do you have a plan for something or you're doing something, and then you start getting opposition and people are like, well, why are you doing it this way? And it's like, well, because it's for the benefit of this and this and this. And you're mm-hmm. like, what? I'm trying to do the, the right thing here. You know, I'm trying to do the good thing, and and you just start getting attacked, and you're like, well, what happened? You know, mm-hmm. and it just goes off the rails, and you're like, what? What just happened there? Right. And it can happen so quickly, so quickly, and so un. And here, let me tell you, let me show you God's goodness an example, guys. I've been struggling this past week. Um, I know we're what three days into the week, <laughs> right. and you count the week. Well, it probably started last Friday. And for some reason, man, I've just been this grump. Uh, everything, anything it seemed like would set me off has. Um, there's some things going on with, you know, my kids' sports and things of that nature that just I don't see eye to eye with. And, I mean, it put me in a funky mood. And I was quick-tempered, ill-tempered. And every time, and this is, guys, I want you to listen to this. This is what a real relationship with Jesus is. When you're in tune with God, God is in tune with you. When you're open and receptive in your heart to receive him, even through the dark times in your life, he still talks to you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you're in tune with him, you hear him. It's just a matter of how do you respond. And man, when I was going through this, just this little valley that I was walking in and and stuff, God's goodness shined through. Telling me, Jason, you don't need to act like this. You're 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 acting not according to the way that you know in your heart to act and be. Mm-hmm. And it's so humbling. And you've got to be willing to be humbled. Oh yeah. And I'm not tooting my own horn. I, by all means, I sin and I fall short like the rest of you guys. But I say that to let you know two things. One, I'm not perfect. I've went through some troubled times here of late in terms of just my attitude, my this, that, and the other but mainly to show you that God is still there. His goodness is shining through. He's helped talking to you. He's helped trying to remind you of how you're supposed to be. And you're right. That ought to be, Michael ought to be our theme song. Yes. <laughs> and and I agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then we start getting into the Psalms. Like mm-hmm. you're talking about the majority of the, where we see goodness and good, it's mm-hmm. in the Psalms because it it's is. just time after time after time after time. And I, I've pulled out a few of them, uh, not all of them, or else we'd be here for, you know, we'd a few here. hours. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> not, not there'd be anything wrong with that, but, you know. Right. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Um, you know, Psalm 23, 6, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, goodness follows us. For the days of our life. For the days of our life. And we see over in Psalm 145, 9, Mm. the Lord is good to all, and his mercy is over all that he has made. Like, just let that sink in for a second. He's good to all. All. Everybody. Everybody. Like, it's not just, well, he's good to his children, Mm -hmm. or he's just good to those who are being good to him. 
No, God is good to all, all. and his mercy is over all. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's a hard thing for us to truly wrap our head around. Wrap our head around, swallow. You know, um, I was a, a senior, mm-hmm. you know, when 9-11 happened. And I remember our youth pastor talking about, you know, after everything happened with that, he's like, how many of you guys are praying for the salvation of the terrorist? And we're like, well, none of us really, because we were wanting retribution, yeah. you know? And it's like, you know, they're, they're a child of God also. And God looks out for them just like he does us. Right. And it's like, man, that's, that's heavy. That's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of everybody stops and thinks, you know, you've got your people like that, your terrorists, you've got your murderers, you've got your child molesters, your, mm-hmm. your child abusers. You've got all these people that do wrong that everybody says, oh, they deserve hell. Well, guess what? So do I. Yeah. And God's mercy and love and goodness is for those people just as much as it is for me. Right. And you're right. It's hard to wrap your mind around something so big. Yeah. And we said even David couldn't wrap his mind around it. No. You know, so many of the Psalms are like, well, how come the wicked succeed? Mm-hmm. You know, while I'm being persecuted, the wicked are succeeding. And we see that multiple times throughout Scripture. Mm-hmm. And it's that question of, you know, God has a reason and we're not going to understand it. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times as a kid that we hear our parents go, well, it's just, that's the reason because you, you, you're not going to understand, you know, like right. you just have to accept the fact. You're going to have to accept <laughs> the fact and understand that we got the best in- yeah. interest at heart for you. And that's just, you know, God shows his love to everybody. God shows his goodness to everybody. And we should do the same thing, you know, Christian, little Christs. You mm-hmm. know, we're, if God is good to all and showing mercy to all, then we should be good to all mm-hmm. and showing mercy to all. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that we're not wise and, you know, right. talked about the child molesters and stuff like that. That doesn't mean we're going to let them work with the kids. You no, know, no, there's no, wisdom no. and stuff like that. There's you wisdom, yeah. yes. But we should still show them God's love. We should still show them that God loves them, that yeah. there's redemption from that. May you be able to fulfill, fulfill, fulfill some of the roles that you want to fulfill in life? Probably not. Probably not. But at the end of the day, God still loves you, and he's got a plan and purpose for your life yeah. as a new believer. And yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, and it's it's that hard thing because we all have those. We all know those people in our life that annoy us, that aggravate us, that we're like, mm-hmm. I just don't like you. But you know, mm-hmm. we still need to show them God's love and goodness. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, it's a hard pill to swallow. Well, when you think of it from the standpoint of, what if God looked at us and said that? Yeah, man, I don't like how you're acting. Right. I, I don't like. I don't love you. Yeah. Bye. Right. You know, I mean, it. he could do that any moment and just draw judgment, which he's going to do that. Oh, yeah. In some moment, he will do that. Yeah. But my just in saying this is, is that though it's a hard pill to swallow, we are still called to live justly and good and show faith and, and his love to all. Yeah. And then, so we talk about he shows good to all, mm-hmm. but then Psalm thirty-one nineteen looks at this at a different angle also. Mm-hmm. Now that contradicts it, but it's, oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and work for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. You know, God does show goodness to everybody, mm-hmm. but for those who, who are in him or who are in him, we get a little bit extra. Get a little bit extra. Absolutely. You got that relationship. Yeah. You got that love. You got that 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 just amazing father son father daughter yeah relationship yeah and so 
Yeah, we look at, well, how do the wicked succeed? Well, the wicked don't have this relationship like we have with God. Right. And yes, the wicked might have physical gain, mm-hmm. financial gain, however you want to look at it. Right. But that's nothing compared to the relationship that we have with God. No, not at all. I yeah. mean, it's, and again, I, I've, I've been humbled so much over the past, honestly, within the past 24 hours, because it's really hit me with the way that I've been, the mood that I've just been in, the funk. It's really just been a funk. I've just been, you know, yeah. and then when God finally, he's, he was there the whole time, man. I'm telling you, he was there. Every time I would act stupid, he would be like, okay, this is not right. This is how you need it. And then I would listen, and then I'd straighten up. Then I would not completely forg- <laughs> I would not completely let him take control of that. Yeah, It was more of a pacifying moment. And then when he finally just broke me of it and was like, listen, here's where you're at. Yeah. You don't need to be there. Right. And that's that little bit of extra that you're talking about, in my opinion. You know, yeah. I'm looking at it from a standpoint, okay, he's mine, I'm his. We are all in awe to each other. And I think that's something we need to clarify because, like you said, you know, he said, does say in his word, he shows it for all people. But don't mistake that for salvation. Right. Don't think just, okay, God loves me. God's going to shower blessings upon me. God's going to, he hears me, and he yeah. does. He yeah. hears you. Oh, yeah. You can talk to him. Don't mistake those things as your ticket to heaven. Right. Because the Bible's clear about that and that you're not his until you've accepted him fully and live for him fully and, yeah. and understand the concept of what it means to live by faith and not by sight. And Absolutely. You know, I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> You're good. You're good. I mean, because it's all good. I mean, we see, you know, sort of Psalm 34, 8 sort of replies that, you know, mm-hmm. oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Wow. You know, that taste and see. Taste Having and see. a toddler brings this perspective to me in a whole new way. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she gets new food and she, like, li- licks it. Li- like, licks it. And then she'll uh, maybe lick it again just to, and then, you know, so mm. we had, so Papa John's, you know, came out with their new stuffed crust pizza and I right. love a stuffed crust pizza. So oh, I was yeah. like, well, let's try it out and see how it compares to, you know, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Yeah. It was, it was pretty good, you know? <laughs> and so we gave, um, we gave her some of the stuffed crust with a little bit of the garlic butter yeah. and, you know, she tasted the garlic brother and was like, I don't know about this. And then she, and then she eventually ate it. And it makes me think of that taste and see that the Lord is good, mm-hmm. you know, Part of human nature is we test things. Right. You know, some of us are just full force, like we just believe whatever. But a lot right. of us are like, let me see what this is really like. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we have trial periods for everything. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it's so trust, so true. You know, it's it's God is inviting. He's an inviting God. And, yeah. he, and that, that verse right there, to me, he's, he's inviting you to taste and see. Yep. That the Lord is good. The things that he has to offer is, is awesome. Yeah. The way to live life. You think you're living life great. You think you're, you're partying and you're going out and doing things and you're, you're drinking and you're drug doing and you're, you're, you're sexual activities outside of marriage. And the things that you're doing is fun and inviting and just and this, that, and the other. You will never understand true love until you understand that verse. Right. Learn to taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah. And because if we do taste it, mm-hmm. it's not going to be like, well, no, this isn't good. No. No. Like, no. You're, if, you, you, if, you, if you have a conscious and heart, 
which right. most most everybody does. Right. <laughs> when you dig in to trying God mm-hmm. and seeing with an open mind and an open heart what He's really about, you're right, Josh. You're not going to walk away saying, "Well, this isn't for me." Yeah, no. You know, because God is what He says. Yeah. He is good. He is good. And Psalm one nineteen sixty eight even goes with this. Mm-hmm. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. Teach me. Yeah. Like, how more can we learn than studying God? Studying him. Like, yes, we have this relationship, Mm -hmm. but then we also study him. Right. And learn, like, think about the amount of people have spent time just studying historical figures just to see how they acted and, you know, all those different things. We should be putting so much energy and effort into studying God to know God to be able to be like God, you know, not to be God, but to be be like like God. God, I mean, you you know, stop and think of the term Christian. Yeah. Christ-like. Christ-like. And that's what his desire is for our life, guys. He's looking for us to grow stronger. He's looking for us to grow bolder. Mm -hmm. And he's wanting us to show that way as as well. You know, what's our church anthem here? No, grow and show. No, grow and show, yeah. And that's what he wants to do with our life, you know. And I'm looking at, I thought you was going to call it out a second ago. Uh, Psalm 145, and I was like, yeah, he's getting ready to go to it. <laughs> it was, uh, Psalm 145, 17 says, The Lord is righteous in all his ways and faithful in all he does. Mm. Righteous in all his ways yes. and faithful in all that he does. I, Has there ever been a time that you guys can say God's let you down? Now, I'm not talking about, now think about this question seriously. Somebody may have passed away in your life that you didn't want to pass away. Right. You may not have got the promotion or the job that you wanted. Is that the world letting you down or is that God letting you down? Right. Because through all of that, God is still there to hold us. Hold us. To be just. Yeah. To be good. To get us through. It's his plan. Y'all got to understand something. This world that we're in was his idea, not ours. Yeah. It's his creation, not ours. He's going to fulfill it his way not ours right so though it's a bad thing that happens in our life josh just said it because he is the creator he sees us through because everything happens in his timing not ours right it makes me think of uh romans eight twenty eight, mm. and we know that all these those who love god all things work together for good for those who called according to his purpose mm-hmm you know, it all works out for good. Now, it's not good how we're going to take it. Because mm-hmm. like I said, we lose a loved one. Well, where's the good in this? Where's the good in it? But, you know, um, I think back to uh, um, one of Tammy's best friends passed away. Mm. Um, this has been a few years ago now. But she was a new mother. She had a three-week-old baby. And from what they can best guess, died from aneurysm. You know, mm-hmm. um, her her ultimate goal was that she wanted to be a mother. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so we, you know, Tammy was a lot more upset, obviously, because it was her best friend. Right. You know, if it wasn't for her, we never would have met, more or less. Wow. You know, um, and so we went up to her funeral, and it was in Alaska, and the church there was just amazing because they're you know they knew people were going to be flying in, and their people just opened up their houses. They're like, hey, don't get a hotel, don't rent a car. We have extra vehicles, we have extra rooms. You know. Um, and her husband played drums for the, the church. Mm. And so her funeral, 
you know, usually you go to a funeral and the coffin's like right up front center, you know, on the funeral, they put the coffin to the side cause they didn't want her to be the focus. Right. And it was just all about like just praising God. They did worship songs. They, they did the gospel and they streamed it out, you know, talking mm. about this was before streaming was what it is nowadays, you know, right. but it became this huge, just praising God for his goodness. Right. And even though we could not see what was going on, we knew that it worked together. You know, and I think of that, I've, I, you know, Gary's shared where he's gone to funerals and he presents gospels and people get saved. Mm-hmm. You know, we see where through tragedy, we see the gospel grow. We see it grow. We see it live. I mean, yeah. I've always said that, and, and I've talked to my wife about it, my, my mom, by chance, if by chance I go before her and, and that's what it should be about. Oh, yeah. As, as a believer, as, as a follower, as a son or daughter of Christ, I said, I want my funeral to be a celebration. Yes. Man, it's a celebration. Put me to the side. I want praise and worship music. I want a message. Yep. I want people dancing. I want hands raised and giving God the glory because I can promise you this, I will be. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean. It, I know what I'll be doing. Yeah, I know where I'll be. I know where <laughs> yeah. I'm going and what will be going down. Yeah. But But to see that, that God sees the good through all things. Yeah. And you got to trust it. You got to believe it, guys. You got to understand it that that his ultimate desire is for you to know him, to trust him, to love him, and let him live within you. Yeah. So that he can allow you that goodness to be in you. Um. You know, I've I had it. You got you got something else over there. <laughs> Another one. I had it. Um. Yeah. You know, we talk about goodness, right? And it. We're talking about learning from God, the goodness. And we've talked about Jesus, how he was a great example of good. But we see that even Jesus himself didn't feel like he matched up to it. Right. You know, Mark ten eighteen, And Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Right. Which, I mean, we could get into the whole paradox about it of Jesus is God. And <laughs> you know? But, you know, Jesus is no doubt the greatest example of being a godly person because, you know, he is he God, is God. You right. know, but it's still that, you know, we don't, we don't need to be the example. God needs to be the example. God needs to be the example. You're exactly yeah. right. You need to, by living a good life, you're living God. Yes. You're living Jesus. And that, what I was wanting to find here, it takes me to first Peter three thirteen. who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good. Right. So kind of ties in with what you were saying there. If you're living a lifestyle of goodness, a lifestyle of Jesus, um, who's going to bring you harm? Right. I mean, I don't know many people that you walk in and say, hey, how's your day been, man? You doing good? How's your family going? And then that person stands up and punches you in the mouth. Right. (laughs) You don't see that. No. And now this verse isn't saying that if you live for God that, you know, nothing bad's ever going to happen to you. No, 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 no. You know, because... I mean, it's like Peter or Paul said, you know, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Hey, you absolutely. Know? Like the worst thing that they can do to us is to kill us. Well, that's going to let us go to heaven. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think of the missionaries and this past Sunday we had a, a missionary speaking at the church and, and we, we had to protect his information because I found out that, you know, in some towns close to him, Christians were beheaded. And I'm like, all right, now I understand why we're protecting his information. You know, mm-hmm. even though he is doing good and showing good, like there's still persecution that happens. Oh, there's still persecution that's yeah. going to happen. But 
we need to do good and God will protect us. There can be no harm to us. And yes, we can say, well, being killed is his harm, but not really, like nobody can touch our soul. Nobody can touch our salvation. Yeah, our salvation. Yeah. You know, like nobody can mess with us. No. You know, and that's to live with Christ dies game. Yep. You know, and that's 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 golly, guys. Stop and think about that a second. It sounds like you're a lot of you are maybe thinking, Well, gosh, you're all saying a lot of double negatives or a lot of <laughs> contradictory <laughs> things here, but and yes, from the world's viewpoint of it, yeah, you're yeah. probably right from the standpoint of, okay, I'm going to show good, but I could get beheaded. Or right. I'm going to show good, but somebody's still going to do harm to me or be bad to me or tell rumors about me or uh, things of that nature. Is it bad? Yes. Yeah. But from the grand scheme of things, you're upholding who you are in him. So you're ultimately, you're good. You're golden. You're, yeah. you're, he's got your back. And you can rest assured that, that he is proud of you. Yeah. And that's like, I remember when I first got saved, a lot of my friends were like, well, you're now holier than thou, you know, you're the church boy. Right. And I'm like, why is that a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. You know, not that I, I mean, I definitely wasn't holier than thou, but they just, you know, right. that's how they viewed a church person. And I'm like, but what's wrong with that? What's wrong with it? Yeah. Like, all right, I'm doing the right thing. I'm, I'm doing, you know, mm-hmm. what God's called me to do. Okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you should you should respect me a yeah. little bit more. Right. And you would think that that's what would happen because they should know that they have trust with you. They mm-hmm. they should have they're going to receive love from you because that's what God yeah. is. God is love, and they just don't. Yeah. Um, I only got a couple of verses left. No, you're good. Now, just so people know, I'm not pulling this off the top of my head. <laughs> 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 Man, Josh knows all types of references. Golly, Josh no. is good. <laughs> No, I, I I printed out some stuff beforehand. <laughs> I just want to be transparent with you, people. You weren't you weren't supposed to tell them that. I thought we was going. <laughs> you, you're the all star coming out of the bullpen here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. no, no, no definitely yes. not. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. Uh, uh, James, you know, one James one seventeen. Right. Every good and every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to cha- due to change. You know, good gifts. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about being good, but even what God gives us mm-hmm. is good. It's all good. It's all good. And I think of the talents and abilities and stuff like that that God has given us. And a lot of times we just, you know, people are like, man, I wish I could sing like, I wish I could sing like William. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Um, on my, my look back of my Facebook, you know how Facebook does, well, this year, so many years ago, well, right. on this day, like 12, 13 years ago, I wrote a song and posted it online. And then my, my section, I was like, Hey, you guys listen to my song. I can't sing, but you know, and I, I tried listening to it just, and I was like, I can't do this, <laughs> you know? Right. And you know, and it's like, yeah, I don't have the talent of singing. No. And I mean, just even this past Sunday, you know, I had to lead worship for the kids, mm. <laughs> you know, even though I can't sing and I'm like, all right, guys, you guys need to sing louder than me because yeah, you don't want to hear me sing. Yeah. You know, but God's given me other talents. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know, like technology. Like you're there. I'm there. You're the man. <laughs> I don't know if I go that. <laughs> no, you, you, in my book, you are <laughs> in comparisons to me. Yeah. And so it's just something like, and I look back at my life of being very blessed that my parents, you know, my mom, she had computer, like we had a Commodore 64 and then we had a windows 98 and just stuff. like. That. And my mom just let me have like, Hey, go mess with it. You know? And yeah, I could really messed it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, but it gave me the confidence to mess with technology and learn it. And even to all the streaming stuff that's happened over the past year, like it's crazy to think we're coming up on a year of streaming. That's crazy. It's crazy. That's not, you know, and just 
how we started to where we are now blows my mind. And I mean, I, I don't want to be boastful, but that wasn't like, it That's was you. definitely God, but yeah, it was, you know. Well, it's God, God, God using yeah, you. Yeah, God using me. And it's just been a whole learning process. And it's because well, God has given me that gift well, and talent. If you stop and look at it from the standpoint of what, what we were going with with the scripture and everything else, through time of crisis and time of trial, when everything was taken away from us in terms of in-person church, in-person worship, all this, that, and the other, and we had to branch out in different ways, God used you for us and our benefit in terms of a body to be able to do the live streaming. But he also blessed you with the ability to grow in it further. Yeah, a lot of that. Yes, (laughs) And, and to appreciate what you already had and what he was allowing you to learn yeah. because of his goodness. Yeah. And it just goes to show you guys that you do have talents. Don't yeah. don't look at something that you don't have. Look at what God has given you yes. that you do have. And not everything that is imperfect is a bust, right. you know, because I'm sure obviously as Josh has just said, he didn't know everything about streaming. No. He didn't know nothing, you know, everything that needed to be done. Okay guys, it's no worry about it. I got your back. I already know what I'm doing here. You know, yeah. he, he's grown through that it's, process. It's like you take those little, you remember those little capsules you would get and you throw them in the water oh, and it yeah. grows into like, you know, a giant, giant dinosaur, dinosaur or something, something like yeah. You know, I had a very, very small knowledge of streaming. Now, technology I had a little bit bigger knowledge of, right. but some very small knowledge of streaming. But through this, it's definitely grown. Now, if I'm on the level of some of these other people, absolutely not. Right. You know. Do I know enough to be very dangerous? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's how, like you said, God gives us these gifts. And mm-hmm. sometimes we like, well, that's not really where my strongest gift is. Because as good as I am in technology, it's definitely not my strongest gift. Right. You know, back in the day when I was like doing it day in and day out, yeah, probably would have said it was. But nowadays, not so much. Right. You know, my strongest gift is definitely preaching and working with the kids and youth mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know. Right. Um, but God took that small gift that he gave me a long time ago and was like, all right, now it's time to use this. Boom. There Boom, it goes. There it you is. Know? And so whatever gifts you have, whatever talents you have, use them. Because mm-hmm. I am a very full believer in this, is that if God gives you a gift or a talent and you do not use it, mm-hmm. he'll take it away. Yeah. You won't have it. Yeah, you won't have it. And to be honest with you, as crazy as this might sound, and I know you're going to probably say, oh my gosh, what? No, not really. Back when I first started in the industry in which I'm in in transportation, and when I was in the office as at the in the accounting slash payroll slash mm-hmm. all the hats that I wore, no one there knew really anything in regards to technology, computers, fixing right. this. I had to learn, and I learned that, okay, you research, you, you learn, you find, you do, you become good. Yep. And... You're exactly right. I did. At one point in time, I could maneuver around some computer stuff. I could, move, could maneuver around some technology and this, that, and the other. But once I realized that there was another department for that or there right. was this, that, and the other, I couldn't do nothing right now if you if you <laughs> wanted me to. Right. You know, and it's a, it's a prime example of if God's gifted you the ability to learn something mm-hmm. in terms of there's some things that you can learn, some things that you can't. I'm a oh, firm yeah. believer that... I'll never be able to drive a semi or back a trailer up. Which is funny because, <laughs> you know, I, I just, yeah. I'm, I'm comfortable with understanding and knowing that. Right. 
so there's some things that I believe that you, that you just no matter how hard you try, just like, for example, I'm like you, no matter how hard I believe I try, I'm not going to be a singer. Right. I'm just not going to do that. I can't, I, no. you know, but there are things that God gives me that he, I am talented with that I use daily. And I've had some things of now that you say that it's triggered several things in my mind. As I look back, I'm like, I can't do that anymore, but I could. Right. Why can't I do it? Why? Because I didn't appreciate it. The ability yeah. to do. Yeah. So, and I know that's that's a very strong, but I, I mean I've seen it, you know, mm-hmm. and I've seen it happen to people, and it's like, and it makes and it, I don't know. It's hard because you're like, well, God gave us this gift, and it's good. Well, yes, mm-hmm. but if you're not going to use it, then you're not going to keep it. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know the the last verse that I was going to read is uh, Psalm thirty four fourteen, and if you said that and I missed it, and then nope. I need bigger help than where <laughs> we're at. That was uh, another one of those where I hit Psalm thirty four, but not verse. Uh, not, not verse. Guys, listen to this. It's it's so simple that it can be easily missed. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. That comes close to what I was going. My last one I was going to share. Really, Romans twelve twenty one. Do not over. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that something? That is something. That is something. But the key word in there in this for me is turn and pursue. Yeah. The two words. God's desire for us, guys, you look at your life, and if you want to pause for just a second, guys, and look at your life, where are you at right now? Are you living a life for Jesus? Are you pursuing it? Are you seeking it? Are you trying to find where God wants you to be so that you can be all that you can be in him? Or are you still in the turmoil that you're in because you're not pursuing God? You haven't turned from the evil like his scripture tells us, you know, so think about that and understand that God wants you to pursue him yes, and to turn away so that he can bless you even more. That's what my thought was on that. Oh, absolutely. Where are you at, brother? I, I'm right there with you. You know, it makes me think of the other verse. It's uh, one of Paul's writings, but it's very similar to that. You know, resist the devil and turn to God, and he will flee from you. Mm-hmm. Talking about Satan will flee from you, not right. God. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but yeah, it's that we have to like. There's action. You know, that's how we start off. Goodness is an action, right? And part of that action is turning to God and and, and pursuing God. Mm-hmm. And as we are pursuing God, it's sort of like goodness is the dust that's being kicked up from us from pursuing God. Absolutely. You know, it's the overflow of us having this relationship with God. Right. And yes, we can fake it. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. You can fake goodness for a period of time. Yeah. You but can, you can fake anything for a period of time. You can fake anything for a period yeah. of time, and, and you can fool your friends. Right. You can fool your, your pastor or your mentors. You can pretend all you want, but remember that God always knows. Yeah. I mean, like... If Jason didn't know me, I could probably fool him into being a truck driver for just a little bit. For a little bit. He probably and, could. Until it came time to back up a trailer, and yeah. Jason would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> you <know? laughs> what? Why? That You're getting ready to run that over. Yeah, like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you know? Exactly. But, yeah, like, we need to seek God mm-hmm. and do it and just live for him, love others, and do good. And do good. And like, be, be who he wants us to be. Yeah. 
Well, before we uh, sign off, man, I do want to throw out a big congratulations. I know you'll have he hasn't been on an episode yet, but we look forward to him getting back in the loop of things. Mr. Marcus Polly, our uh, other co-host here, has. Yeah. We want to congratulate him and his family on the birth of their new son, yes. uh, Micah. And very exciting. We're we're excited and we're very happy for you guys, you and your family, Marcus. And uh, we know that you're going to continue to be the godly father that you are and raise yeah. raise him up to be a mighty man of God and. Uh, we congratulate you on, on the birth of your son and uh, definitely we'll be praying for continued health for yes. your wife and the family and uh, yeah. just so excited for you guys and can't wait to get you back on the on the podcast with us and find out some more about this baby and yeah. how, how things have been going in your life. So absolutely. Uh, anything else before we close? Nah, I think that's it for today. All right, guys, let's close in prayer and uh, end this episode. Lord, I thank you so much, God, for your love and mercy. I thank you for your goodness god that you show to us every single day multiple multiple times through the day god you, you show us your goodness you remind us of your goodness god when we think of the cross and the blood that was shed on it father uh, an unjust death for a very justly god and i thank you for that goodness i thank you god that your desires for us to want to know you to want to spend uh eternity with you I pray for our listeners today, God, that they're able to take away from this message, God, what you lay on their heart, what you want them to take away from this message. Father, I thank you for Josh and for Marcus and the ability, God, that you've given us, God, the goodness that you've given us in our podcast that we have here, God. May it always, always put you at the forefront and always give you, Father, the praise and glory uh, that you deserve for it. Uh, God, we ask that you continue to move in their lives, the listeners, as well as ours, and continue to show us, Father, who you want us to be in you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. I've been Josh. I'm J-Log. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official Flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.